0: Learning how to grow your business, that is your job. Being the one to do everything in your business, however, is not. Welcome to That's Not My Job, an introvert's guide to building a business beyond yourself. Whether you've never hired someone before or whether you've already started building a small team, there is a common question that is always asked, when is it the right time to invest in another team member or in another way? When is the right time that I can financially afford to hire my first team member?" These are really important questions and understanding when the right time to do this could be the difference between your business failing and your business being successful financially for years and years to come. So what we're going to be talking about today are a couple key metrics that you need to be paying attention to within your organization. It doesn't matter the industry that you're in. These are essential frameworks that you need to be looking at so that you could best understand am I overstaffed currently? Do I not have enough staff? Or where am I currently sitting within the the organization today? And how do I go to the next level? Because part of building a business beyond yourself is of course, growing and adding team members. But the important part, so you don't go bankrupt, is knowing when to do it. So let's go ahead and dive in. We're going to be talking about just a couple simple frameworks that you can copy and just model and get the same, uh, same results going in your business. And so before we even get started, what I do want to say is there. It, this is kind of a science and kind of an art because there's a part of adding new team members to your organization that has to do with understanding from a emotional intelligence level, like where is your team at from a stress standpoint of what they can handle. And then there's also the straight science component, which is actual data, facts, numbers, you know revenues that are coming in to make sure that this can be supported so let's go ahead and dive in so first thing we want to be looking at is the revenue in the organization so if you're you know if you're not driving this is a good time to do this but let's go ahead and take a look at what does your company look like right now and we'll, we'll take an example here and you know we'll kind of break this down But if you have a second to, you know, take it, take down some notes or put the notes in your phone, you know, on your iPhone, you know, go into your notes app and do this what is the revenue per year for your company right now? Just total gross revenue, not profit, just gross revenue. That's the number that we want to be looking at. And what we're going to be looking at this based off of as well is this is US-based team members. We're not talking about virtual assistant team members. We're looking at specifically US-based team members that you're going to be hiring in on a salary, on a monthly basis into your company. So the framework that we want to look at and so this is the question that then you're going to be able to ask yourself before you go to hire someone to know whether it's the right time or not to hire somebody is there's, there's a general range. And I'm not going to take the credit from this. I learned this from Cardone Ventures. Um, they, they actually taught this at a workshop that I was at. So, but I use this framework within all of our companies today. So what it is, is there's a range between 250,000 and 500,000 in, uh, in revenue that we're going to be looking at. And so if you look at... Let's take one example. If your company's doing $1 million a year in revenue, that would mean your revenue per employee, your average revenue per employee would be $250,000 per team member. So your average revenue per employee being $250,000, you have four team members equals that $1 million. And so... Where am I going with this? What I want you to understand is if your business is doing less than $250,000 a year in revenue, you likely should not be hiring an employee for your company. You should be the one doing the things in your organization until you achieve over $250,000 a year in revenue. Now, maybe you have a couple of virtual assistants that are very low overhead that are helping assist in some admin things or some different tasks in your business. But you should be doing at least 250000 or more in revenue before you should be hiring one salary-based U.S. team member. And the range on this and the health check that you do in your business is if you, you should be no, like minimum, like bad, I would consider it not great to be at 250,000 or less per employee in your organization. So you really wanna be getting this to a higher number, like 350,000, upwards of 500,000 revenue per employee is where you wanna be. So in that previous example, if you're doing a million dollars a year in revenue, you should really only have three different employees in your business. Hopefully, you know, 2 to 3 is kind of the range that you want to be at for US-based salary team members. And if you have more than this, there's likely a few different things going on. One, you probably just don't have the right team members because they're not efficient and productive enough or skillful enough to be able to do the work required for the company to be successful, or two maybe you're just so unorganized that your business is so inefficient that you need more people for your business to for it to even work and be successful you know that that's another thing that could be going on and this is you know really for you to be able to have a gut check for yourself of is it you need more people or is it the people you have either just aren't the ones for the job or they you need to implement technology into your business to help them be more efficient so you don't need to hire more people or is it maybe you know you need to just hire more talented people i mean at the end of the day sometimes that's just what it is and so this is a really good gauge so so let's look at this you know uh, on, on these ranges so if you're at 250,000 or less Revenue per employee likely your business is very unprofitable or you're losing money at this point. If you're at 250 thousand or less per employee in your business, if you're over 500 thousand per employee average revenue per employee a year, that likely means that your business is starting to get to a point where you're probably going to be burning out your team members. So if it's over 500 thousand a year and revenue per employee, oftentimes you have, you know, too few people doing too few things and you need to add to your team. So this is a metric that we're specifically looking at within our companies on a regular basis. You know, sometimes as frequently as monthly, but at least quarterly, we're looking at this based on the projections of where our business is going to be for the year. And so if you're looking at this, it'll better help you understand when is it the right time to bring on a new team member versus when is it the right time that it's just you need to either train up the current team members because they either need to be more efficient or you need to replace those team members because they're unable to achieve the the revenue target that the company needs to to be healthy and for it to continue to grow. So those are a couple things that you want to be paying attention to um, when it comes to revenue per team member. So again, 250000 a year in revenue or less per team member Bad, you know, three hundred, three hundred fifty thousand plus upwards of five hundred thousand a year revenue per team member is good, right? And above five hundred thousand, it you know could be good, but it also could be meaning that your team is likely getting burnt out because there's not enough people to do all of the things that the company needs to do to be successful. So. Those are just a couple metrics that you can do a quick gut check and that you should be putting in your notes as far as what is my revenue for the year? How many team members do I have? And then you know, dividing that out and seeing your revenue per team member. That's a really good metric for you to keep a pulse on whether you have too many people or maybe not enough people or if the people just need to be more effective and that is the first thing that you're going to you want to be looking at the second thing which also can dictate whether or not that you need to bring someone else on or if it's even the right time to bring someone on at the time are reserves. And so everybody has a different risk tolerance. And this is just what my belief is. Whether it's right for you or not is going to be something that you have to make the decision on based on what you know and the information that I'm sharing. Everything that I share on my podcast are just from real results from what I've seen and what I've learned to work for companies that I have built. And now where I don't know everything, I figured out enough to grow companies where collectively we're doing about $40 million a year in revenue. So we figured out a few things. If you want to grow above that, maybe there's some things that you know you wouldn't be able to learn from me. But this is probably one that you could implement and really set yourself up to grow very comfortably and successfully. So when we're talking about reserves, let's let's take a look at this. My thought process on company reserves is getting to a minimum point where all of operating expenses, you have at least 60 to 90 days of all operating expenses set aside in either, you know, your operating account or a reserve vault type of savings account. And so what what does that mean? That means anything that it costs you to run your business on a monthly basis is what you want to have in reserves for 60 to 90 days before you consider hiring on a team member. So let's take this example. Let's say that your business is doing $30,000 a month in revenue or $360,000 a year in business at this point, it likely would make sense that you need to add somebody to your team so that you can continue to grow. And so that 360 a year in revenue, awesome. We know that we can likely afford that. So let's look at the other considerations within your company. So if the consideration is, let's say that your operating expenses, like let's say you have to pay for your CRM, you have software, you have other you know, costs, you know, that you're incurring maybe office expenses, different things. Maybe that's, let's call it 15 grand a month in expenses. Let's say that you want to hire a new team member and they're going to cost the business collectively $5,000 a month. So what that would mean is that your total operating costs on a monthly basis would be $20,000 a month while you're bringing in $30,000 a month. So what I would want to have in the business, and this is again, just my recommendation from my experience, is that I would want to see... $40,000 Forty to $60,000 in operating capital and or reserves so that I can successfully bring on this new team member. Because one of the things that oftentimes happens, especially in small business, is when you hire someone, especially one of your first employees, you're likely going to become inefficient over the first 30 to 45 days that they're being onboarded because what happens instead of you running the whole business, now you're training this new team member, you're taking them through onboarding, you're slowing down on doing some of the other work that you're normally doing on a day to day basis, which takes away and likely might reduce some of the revenue that you are doing over that onboarding period. And so the purpose of having these operating reserves set aside is so that you can weather this while you're getting your new team member up to speed. And then obviously in hopes of then going from $30,000 a month to then $40,000, $50,000 a month with this team member. And so then you could start continuing to add to your team from there. But having those reserves allows you to operate from a place of safety and security which is personally with my risk tolerance where i like to operate from with any of our companies is making sure we have adequate reserves because your responsibility as a business owner is to take care of the team members that you have you're making a commitment to bring on somebody into your company putting their livelihood at stake with your commitment of saying i'm going to pay you this much money a month And that's a commitment from you to them as the business owner. And it is your duty and responsibility to make sure that you're being a good financial steward of the company's capital, so that you can afford to pay them what you committed and what you promised to pay them. And that is part of what your job is as a business owner, especially when you're trying to build a business beyond just yourself. It's not about you anymore and what's in it for you. It's about what's in it for the different people that you're bringing into your company And being a responsible business owner is making sure that you have a business set up in a way where you're able to take care of those people that are coming in and trusting you with their livelihood. And so that is in a nutshell, and you could do this regardless of wherever your business is at. Just looking at it, you know, obviously the example we used was a business that was doing 30 grand a month in revenue or 360 grand a year in total revenue for the year. You know, obviously just take whatever your business is doing and then look at the operating expenses that you pay on a monthly basis. Look at getting the 60 to 90 days. Personally, I really like to have about 90 days set aside of those expenses. And that gives me a good cushion so that I could weather any market changes that happen. And so that it's a good safe place to have your business set up. So So that you're not going to be in a financial bind and you as a business owner are just going to operate better when you have the adequate reserves to run your business you're not stressing out about not having any capital in the company so that is my framework when it comes to revenue per team member before you hire anybody and then checking in as you start hiring more team members on what is the revenue, and does it make sense to hire more people? And then also efficiency check that if you're unable to you know, get to higher levels, it might just be that the team that's in place is not efficient enough to get you to where the company needs to go. So that needs to be checked out. And then just making sure that you have those reserves again in place so that you can successfully move forward. So in a nutshell, that's my framework of understanding when is it that I need to hire somebody into my business from a financial standpoint so that you can successfully bring on team members and you could successfully scale and grow your business to the next level that you want to get to? And so if you're looking for more frameworks like this on how to successfully scale and be part of the 4% of companies in the world that actually achieve a million dollars or more a year in revenue, make sure to check out my upcoming Academy if you're listening to this later down the road. This is launching quarter four of 2023, integratoracademy.io. You can join the waiting list if you're listening to this before quarter four of 2024 or 2023. If it's later down the road and you're listening to this for the first time, head over to integratoracademy.io where you can learn How is it that you can become part of this 4% of business owners that is achieving a million plus a year in revenue and so that you can truly build a business beyond yourself? So with that, if you're getting any value from this channel and from this podcast, make sure to subscribe, give a rating and share with your friends. And with that, we'll see you in the next episode.